thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness into our lives. And today we've got a very special guest. Um, she is the 2013 world champion CrossFit Games. Um, she was ranked, she got first place in 2013 in the CrossFit Open in Australia. She was also first place in the 2013 CrossFit Open, the Masters uh, division as well, between 40 and 44. Um, and also, she well, she's done so much, like former professional tri- triathlete with the state national world titles, state and national cycling titles, state and national canoeing titles, and so so much more. So welcome to the show. Amanda <laughs> Allen, uh, who's a public speaker on peak performance and motivation, health and fitness and well-being as well. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Quite the introduction. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Boy, man, you got a lot of stuff. So, Amanda, <laughs> love to, I mean, obviously you just won the, uh, the World Champion CrossFit uh, Games. So tell us your journey. Tell us where you started from and wh- how did you get into CrossFit? Uh, look, it's always a strange and wonderful story how anybody becomes involved in CrossFit. And for me, it came through canoeing which was a result of um, triathlon and um, becoming a personal trainer and um, but it was um, it was very much a result of I, I guess I was the last sport before CrossFit I was canoeing high kneeling canoeing Canadian style um, and, uh, and the reason I got involved in that is because I was doing an adventure race with some of my clients um, who were triathletes at the time and um, we needed to learn to canoe and uh, so headed off to the canoeing club to find out and um, as it turns out a, a new women's Olympic sport was being born and no other woman in Australia was doing this sport currently so uh, I put my hand up because, um, you know, Olympics had always been a dream for me and canoeing would do just fine. Um, but as a result, I, I did, as you said, I won state and national titles and um, and along the way, if, you know, a couple of months in, I um, wanted to start doing some upper body strength work. So uh, somebody had mentioned something about CrossFit to me, which I'd Googled and fallen in love with what I'd seen. And uh, so, yeah, signed up with a PT for a couple of times a week at CrossFit Adelaide and um, did a few pull-ups and dips and and, um, there were a lot of things I wouldn't do when I started CrossFit because I was totally 100% committed to canoeing. Um, But that that began, you know, that got me in the door at CrossFit Adelaide and um, I've actually still got the same coach and it's not even three years later, still have the same coach who's taken me to, to CrossFit Games so far. And so, Amanda, you're obviously pretty passionate about CrossFit and pretty obviously good at CrossFit, but what is it that you love about it? Like, what draws you to CrossFit that made you decide to swap perhaps from canoeing to doing CrossFit? Yeah, I mean, look, anybody who knows anything about CrossFit, it's um, you know, it's high-intensity, functional movement, it's constantly varied, you know, and uh, there was nothing constantly varied about canoeing. And for me, I'm a little bit of that OCD personality anyway, so, you know, I will paddle, 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 but what CrossFit allows me to do is indulge so many other aspects of my personality and movement patterns, and I'm really a, um, I'm not a specialist in any area, and I've always been extremely talented athlete but CrossFit allows me to tackle just, you know, so many combinations and permutations of movements that it certainly, um, it stimulates me in every way possible, mentally, physically, emotionally, and um, 
Uh, it, it certainly keeps me entertained. It is, it is never dull and I'm the personality who needs um, that sort of constant stimulation and challenge um, and it delivers the goods. Amanda, it's very exciting listening to you talk about CrossFit um, because there's a lot of people that even though they've listened to the Wellness Guys for the last two years, there's a bunch of people that are just coming to the Wellness Guys now, they're listening to it um, and they're going, okay, so I've got to do this you know, primal eating thing and, and now they're talking about this CrossFit thing. Can, can you just explain to the listeners what CrossFit actually is? Look, every time I explain CrossFit, I, um, it's something else comes uh, out of my mouth and um, more often than not, I'll tell people just to Google it or, or YouTube it, which is what I did. Um, but it's, you know, it's constantly varied, high-intensity functional movement. It's done against the clock, against yourself, and it involves uh, Olympic lifting, gymnastics movements, athletics, running, jumping, swimming, skipping, rowing um, in you know, in workouts that are unknown and unknowable that, um, you know, across broad time and modal domains, we could do a two-minute workout with one one movement only or we could do a three-hour workout with, you know, 20, 20 movements involved at, at different weights. It's just, um, you know, the, the never-ending delights. It's um, And it's really, really hard for people to get their head around unknown, unknowable you know, yeah. broad time and modal domains. When I do an Olympic distance triathlon, I know I'm, I'm going to train for, you know, a 1.5K swim, a 40K bike and a 10K run. That's it. And yeah. uh, it's all known. Uh, we, yeah. we train for the unknowable and um, that's exciting. It's, uh, you really know you're alive. <laughs> so, Amanda, when you first started, obviously, you know, when you first started, I mean, you were already an athlete to begin with. When you first uh, started, though, however, with CrossFit, did it, did it kind of – did you find it very challenging and how long did it take you to kind of just sort of get used to that change in pace? Um, look, I, I don't know. I have always been an athlete and I was totally focused on making it to the Olympics. So I was using CrossFit as a tool to get me to the Olympics as a canoeist. So, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't, you know, not, not focused like I am now on CrossFit. I didn't have any goals for CrossFit other than to get my upper body strong. So I think it was a really good way to start. I, I didn't didn't take it overly seriously and um, I knew nothing, you know, I expected nothing um, and, uh, you know, I wasn't disappointed, right? <laughs> mm, for sure. And so, so Amanda, what did you find the most challenging when you started CrossFit? Obviously, you were a very fit person to start with but obviously it yeah. was going to challenge you in different ways. What I mean, what was the hardest bit for you about CrossFit? It's interesting, you know, my strengths remain the same from when I walked in the door to now and that's with my endurance background. I have a massive engine and I can go hard and go heavy and go long and I'm happy. Um, so the short duration and that, like I'm 43 now and competing with women half my age, the best in the world. So that short, fast um, sort of pace, that short duration, high speed sort of stuff challenges me. But anything to do with gymnastics and anything to do with the Olympic lifting, you know, they're high skilled movements. And, um, you know, I, I took up CrossFit, I wasn't even 40, I was about, you know, halfway through my 40th year. <laughs> so um, it's sort of teaching an old dog new tricks. And um, yeah, that's that's been the hardest stuff. I just just wondering, Amanda. There's, uh, I, I love all forms of exercise. I love them all mm. to bits. And when CrossFit first came out, um, there was a lot of people that were getting injured and you know, there was a lot of people trying to do you know, quite extraordinary weights and lift heavy things. Mm. Should people feel worried or concerned about uh, CrossFit and if they go there, they might get injured? Is, yeah. is that something that's real? 
Uh, look, I mean, people get injured in every sport, you name it. I used to play netball at school and how many times did I, you know, um, sprain ankles and, you yeah, know, uh, fingers and stuff. Like, you know, every sport has its its issues. And But, you know, I mean, CrossFit is actually uh, a fairly controlled environment, even though what we do is um, some pretty gnarly, crazy stuff. Um, but, you know, it's a matter of self-management. I think, you know, a lot of people come into CrossFit with poor posture um, you know, so it's um, it's actually a great opportunity, I think. Anyway, I've, I've had a few injuries in that first year and they've been great opportunities to address those imbalances and, um, and now I'm stronger and more balanced and walk taller and have a posture that you'll notice from a mile off. Um, so, yeah, it is, um, you know, of course, everything comes with its own sort of um, consequences, but, you know, learning to manage yourself and learning to manage recovery and learning to listen, you know, to the whispers, you know, the messages of your body. I mean, that that's what CrossFit teaches me and has taught me an extraordinary respect. And, you know, I guess a lot of people will come in without that respect and out, without that self-knowledge and we learn it. And I love CrossFit for that. Now, I'm sure you would, you know, probably think that CrossFit would be for everybody. But is there a, a certain um, type of person that should not even try CrossFit? Uh, no, they say you could even scale CrossFit for the queen if she wanted to come along and have a go, you know. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't think so. And, you know, certainly, um, you know, every box, every CrossFit box is different. But, you know, rehab is, you know, is a huge part as well of CrossFit. Mm. And um, so it's available and scalable for anybody. Um, you know, I, I, I laugh because I think, you know, you have to be a special type of personality to want to do this stuff mm. and to persevere and, and to then, um, reap the rewards um, but you know like for some people crocheting is their thing you know so maybe maybe it's CrossFit for you maybe it's crocheting you know <laughs> you've just got to find that thing that that lights you up um, most mm. and so Amanda CrossFit can look pretty daunting for your average person like people look at what's going on in a CrossFit gym and they'll see people lifting pretty heavy weights and pull-ups and chin-ups and you know, all of those sort of exercises that they're doing. Um, what's your advice for sort of the average person who's thinking, well, maybe I should give CrossFit a go. Maybe they're not super fit already. What's your advice for that person in terms of, you know, getting in and starting CrossFit? It's funny, you know, a lot of people will put off, um, oh, I'm going to get fit before I start CrossFit, but that can be true for, you know, I'm going to get fit yeah. before I start whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, it is an opportunity to um, to build build your fitness, build your strength, to address your weaknesses. And all you have to do is walk in the door and, most boxes have, you know, a foundations course where you learn the basic movements, patterns, and um, you're taught in a very um, careful and, and um, supported environment. And, uh, you know, you just take it one step at a time. There's no need to, you know, that nothing can be rushed in CrossFit. You've got to lay the foundation and slowly build. And, uh, you know, that's all I've done and, and, and that's all anybody can do. Uh, it's you know it's a it's a pretty simple process. It's it's just begin where you're at, and and keep working towards whatever that goal is for you. And you know for me it's CrossFit Games, but you know it's not even CrossFit Games that ultimately motivates me, or it's an extraordinary goal. But you know it's um it's the extraordinary health and well-being and strength and and um you know those sort of parameters that 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 just make me so passionate about this sport. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's it seems to be that uh, CrossFit uh, does have some kind of addictive property because people just mm. absolutely rave it. They love it a bit. They love it a bit. And mm. you know, I suppose you don't <laughs> see 
you know, so, so many people are so attracted to one particular sport or one particular mm. um, model of exercise as you do with CrossFit. It's, it's, it's taken the world by storm. It's quite amazing. So mm. it's great. Now, and I, I did notice actually that you changed your middle name to, uh, to CrossFit, uh, which <laughs> I think is actually quite cute. I love that. <laughs> did you used to do that for rowing? Did you have Amanda no. rowing, Alan? Did you have that? No, 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 no. Quite true. No, I, 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 and even my number plates on my car are CrossFit. And actually, I, um, I spoke to my mum not too long ago and I said to I might change my middle name, like by Depol, and I looked it up and got the forms, and and I haven't I haven't gone ahead with it, but um yeah, you know, I just feel like I am Amanda, I'm, I'm Amanda Crossfit Allen, you know, I've just been on a speaking tour, and people are like, oh, Amanda Crossfit Allen, it's like, yep, that's who I am. Mm. <laughs> Amanda, tell us some. Um, I mean, obviously, you've been a professional athlete for a very long time. What what what's uh, some of the mindset? Um, you know, motivation and mindset uh, things have you actually learned and taken away from your experience as a professional athlete or, um, and or from CrossFit itself? What did it teach you from a mindset perspective? Uh, look, I, I, I'm not sure always how to answer this question. And I've sort of been asked similarly along these lines on my speaking tour recently. And um, I talk about, you know, I was I was never the kind of athlete as a triathlete, you know, as a professional triathlete. I was never the athlete with the confidence that I have today when I turn up to an event. I never had that and and I think it comes with um, experience and self-esteem and, and that's built over time. But, but today what I do is in every moment of every day I prepare myself to the very best of my ability, whether that's what I eat, what I drink, how I sleep, uh, how much sleep I get, what thoughts I have, the people I surround myself, how hard I push myself, like my warm-ups, my mobility, like you name any aspect that goes to create the complete athlete and I am giving everything I've got to every 1% every single moment of every single day and I could not tell you that I did that ever as an athlete in any other sport and um, I don't know if that's just a maturity thing or if it's um, it's it, it, CrossFit challenges me and asks this of me and it stimulates me to the you know to that point that I want I want to be all of these things like I think you know you must find that that thing that truly uh, lights you up and inspires you and and that's CrossFit for me and um and so in that you know my mental the strength that I go into any competition with is um you know it's 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 you can't you can't challenge it you can't you, you won't shake it. You know, it, it's so complete and it's so such an incredible foundation to walk in. Um, you know, I, I, I've done everything. By the time I get to an event, I, I'm, you know, levels of anxiety, which are normal. But, um, you know, there is um, there's utter confidence. You know, I, I have left no stone unturned. There's no doubt, no fear. Um, I'm just really, it's like a celebration, you know, to get to that point to uh, just take it all for a ride. See, see, see what I created. You know, go and test my my creation. Yeah, um, I love that, Amanda. That, that's so brilliant. <laughs> it is all about preparation, isn't it? It's about what you do between the events, not necessarily what you do at the event that that really makes the difference. And I think we talked yeah. about something similar when we were talking about our Christmas episode last week. About it's what you do between Christmas and New Year, or between mm-hmm. Christmases, not necessarily what you do on Christmas Day. And I think it's mm-hmm. the same sort of idea. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned food and preparation, Amanda. Um, mm-hmm. I know amongst the CrossFit community, the paleo diet is pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a particular diet that you follow? Um, like I'm not one for measuring and weighing. Um, I like to, and I love food. But what I found, and I've I've grown with CrossFit. Um, 
I am predominantly paleo, but what I've also reintroduced is rice. You know, I just I cannot get away with um, the sort of training intensity and volume that I do without that carb um, support. Yeah. And, and rice really agrees with my system. And I have a really um, delicate digestive system. I work with a naturopath and have for about the f- past five years. I see her every four to six weeks just to keep everything in checks and balances and um you know, I, I run into trouble if I eat the wrong foods. You know, my, my digestive system is just um, so sensitive. So, um, yeah, but paleo, you know, predominantly, you know, just um, all, all meats and, um, you know, vegetables, green vegetables predominantly and nuts and seeds and a little bit of fruit. So I'm sort of more fruit actually now than ever. Um, yeah, and it works. Um, and I, I never want for anything. And I eat when I'm hungry and I eat as much as I need. And I trust my body completely to tell me what it needs and how much. And, and that's that. And, you know, I can't ever have claimed that before um, as an athlete or, you know, just as a female living in Western society. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. It sounds very primal, the approach that you're taking, which I, mm. I really like a lot. It's great. Um, and, you know, just listening to your own innate intelligence, which is which is fantastic. Do you see a chiropractor? Do, do you have a chiropractor to keep your uh, nervous system, your nervous system tweaked? Um, I don't see a chiropractor, but I do see, um, I call him my body whisperer, um, and he is a little bit of all sorts of everything and uh, taken a long time to find him, been through a lot of different uh, body therapists. And so I see him every four to six weeks just to, like for a fine tuning um, to keep me Brett's, in Brett's you know, a body whisperer. he's a body whisperer exactly um you know and they're rare people rare people yeah it's uh it's it's very it's it's excellent uh, to to incorporate all those sorts of things um what i what i'm fascinated about to know or to learn because i'm into food you know i love food amanda and so I, i live a very primal lifestyle myself uh i was just wondering whether or not you have or you've heard of many vegans who actually do paleo Oh, sorry, vegans um, who do. Vegans who do cross, <laughs> you know, there you are, because I looked at my <laughs> vegan. Uh, just a little plug. Um, no, yeah, actually, you do well, do CrossFit and a vegan. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I have a few friends who are, and um, I, I don't know how they do it. Um, yeah, yes, yes is the answer. Um, and they seem to be thriving, and I, um, I, I don't know how I would do it. So Amanda, just a question, quick question here. I mean, obviously you, you know, you've rise to fame to a world champion uh, in CrossFit just in I think two and a half years. Is that correct? Is that correct? correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty short period of time. Um, you know. So what are some of the foundational things that you can, you know, you would suggest to someone they can actually apply into their own life? I mean, most of our listeners are, you know, just could be a housewife or just be someone mm-hmm. who's working. You know, how can they take some of that um, that mm-hmm. dedication, that discipline um, mm-hmm. that you have um, and apply into their life? What are some of the key strategies there? Yeah, you know, sometimes it's just um, it's it's the simple stuff, and it is easy, and it's starting with um, quality sleep. Mm. You know, in a, in a in an environment that's um, conducive to, to quality sleep, cool and dark, and no electronic devices, and you know, simple stuff like that. You know, most people are compromised. You know, not getting eight hours of sleep a night, um, so it's free. You know, it's like it's the best medicine on the planet, and and then looking at hydration and quality quality water and I rely on vital greens um, and filtered water and um, you know I'm drinking three to six litres 
a day of, of fluids. I, I live on green vegetable juice as well, a um, couple of litres of that a day. Like So hydration is just, I think it's the foundation of recovery and well-being and energy and um, youth, you know, the fountain of youth. You know, if you started with anything, you start with quality sleep and quality hydration. And if you start looking at just the very principles of, um, you know, the paleo way of, of both eating and living, you know, there are all the answers right there. And it, it just, it can't be made more simple, but it is about taking um, taking responsibility and accountability and um, um, and taking baby steps, you know, working towards it. Like we don't, we don't make things happen overnight. It, it, it's very, um, it's a conscientious commitment every day um, to, to keep growing. And, and before you know it, you know, those feelings, extraordinary feelings of energy and well-being, they just gain such momentum. Um, but, you know, the hardest thing is just um, is pulling away from the mainstream and conventional way of thinking and, um, and being, you know, in a stressed out, sleep-deprived, sugar addicted in you know <laughs> western society it's um it's it's um it's the way but um you know i see so many people offering a different context and um a different reference point and it's um it's really empowering to to be that different reference point for people who are sick and struggling um yep. so yeah um yeah i love that amanda stuff. and i certainly <laughs> I do follow you on Facebook, Amanda, and I always see what you're up to, and you, and you do do cool stuff, and and it's always really inspiring. So I encourage people to go and and check out and see what you're up to. Um, you've you've mentioned a couple of times rest and recovery. So you know, what does that look like for you? Like how many times a week or a day do you exercise? Uh, how much time do you have off? How much time do you sleep? You know, what's a what's a typical routine for you? Yeah, look, it's a hectic schedule, my schedule, and but it's in balance, um, which is, you know, for, for each person is a different balance. But, you know, I'm training four hours a day minimum. You know, some days it's triple days, so there's six hours of training a day. And some of that, you know, I, I'm always amazed, like, every day of the week, how the, how the hell did I do that? How the hell did I recover? How am I backing up? But it's because I'm on you know, the supplements, the nutrition, and then, you know, I have two massages a week. I have two floats in a float tank every week, and I've been doing that for um, down at Brighton for the last, oh, gosh, maybe even what's over two years. You know, I'm their extreme floater. Um, you know, I do a mobility session twice a week of 60 to 90 minutes. Um, you know, I get that eight hours of sleep a night. Um, and if I, I've only, I only work mornings now, um, and I, um, everything after lunch is training and then recovery. I mean, that's only just happened. I've, I've recommitted to my schedule again. So my scheduling of everything, you know, all my recovery, like my massages and my floats happen at night. And so, you know, all of the hyper activities in the morning and then it's winding down for the evening, um, you know, just to try and get, you know, my adrenaline and cortisol back in check, you know, just wind it all down. So, you know, everything I do, there's a reason for doing it. Um, and I guess, um, you know, something that is really important as well is like long, slow warm ups and long, slow warm downs. Um, so you'll find me always on the air dine at CrossFit Adelaide, um, you know, <laughs> pedaling away and looking like some sad individual who needs to burn calories. But I've actually got there's method to my madness and it's not about burning calories. Yeah, I, um, I'm I'm a little bit struck at the moment as I know the other two boys are too because we both uh, all of us pretty much typed a four letter word um, in the background there when you said <laughs> that you do uh, four hours worth of high intensity training every single day 
that uh, that blows my mind. And now I know that Ironman triathletes do that sort of training. They just go, you know, go out hard. But you're lifting weights and doing muscle ups and pull ups yeah. and chin ups and squats and lunges and jumps and all that sort of stuff. And you and you can punch it out for four hours. Well, I mean, some of it is high intensity. Some of it is strength work, um, which isn't high intensity. And I find that I recover extraordinarily well from strength work and even Olympic lifting. I don't find it, although people think it's taxing on the nervous system, I don't find it is taxing on my nervous system. So I, I can take the volume, but I, I think firstly, my body is in extraordinary shape. And, um, and it's only because I've done the amount of work that I do every single day for year after year now. And, um, you know, there's nothing inflammatory that goes in my body. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing negative um, that I do in my daily activities. You know, the, the, the only time I break down is when I'm training. But every other thing that I do outside of training is recovering and building myself back up and timed you know, to, you know, it's precision timing. And, yeah, I'm still pretty relaxed about the whole thing, you know. I'm just uh, utterly committed in every way. So it's it's doable. It's um, it, it may not be doable for the next person, but it's what's required and it's what I love and it's certainly doable for me. Um, and it's not, you know, it's I'm 43 and, I, you know, my goal is to make it back to the, to the CrossFit Games as an individual competitor and there's no reason why I shouldn't, you know. Um, I, you know there's every reason for me to, to have that as a very realistic goal for this year um, and that would make me 44 years old and I'd love to see that story unfold. Yeah, that would be, that'd be an amazing interview. You also got a book coming out too, so I'm sure everybody would be excited to read that sometime. Correct. Amanda, you know, obviously with people joining CrossFit, um, you know, in, into this community, what are some of the things that you would say that they do wrong when they do CrossFit? You know, I mean, obviously there's certain things um, that they're yeah. just doing that they shouldn't be doing. What are some of the, you know, you know, top three things that you would suggest? Mm. Uh, look, people just rush. They push, they push, they push. You know, we're so built to just push through everything and not listen to our bodies and you know the most important thing you can possibly do is respect it and listen to those whispers you know their whispers are, are there for a reason they become you know screams and horrendous injury you know don't be afraid to take time to warm up or 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 to scale you know to change a movement if you've got a sore knee don't be squatting you know if you've got a sore shoulder respond by going to a you know appropriate therapist to to get the diagnosis and treat the imbalance like respond to that stuff and you'll only be stronger you know because in the end you will end up injured if you ignore that stuff and injured horrendously um i, I just think that's one of the most important things you know i see a lot of women under eating and still trying to be um lean without um concern for performance and energy and well-being and vitality and and all these amazing things it's um there's so much more to it um yeah, there are a couple of things i think are so critical and so important i think i think what you're saying there amanda is one of the things one of the issues that a lot of people have with crossfit i think is that when people let the ego get in the way i think because it is mm -hmm. such a high intensity training and because it's often timed and you know often the scores are put up on the board then mm. sometimes for for guys particularly i reckon the ego can really come mm. into it and they can be doing more than they should and pushing themselves more than mm. perhaps their body's able to or perhaps pushing themselves more than their technique is ready for and so yeah. i think that's a really important thing for people when they're starting out particularly in crossfit I like you've just got to be patient and look anybody who starts CrossFit unlikely that they're going to be patient you know we're just that kind of personality but <laughs> it, it will humble you it will humble you and you will learn and, and I certainly have and like we've all got to learn our lessons the way we have to unfortunately 
you know, I can tell you um, what I suggest you should do and then you'll go and do what you're going to do and learn your way. <laughs> so Amanda, you know, moving forward into, you know, the next year, what are some of, you know, obviously you say one of the goals is to kind of go compete CrossFit individually, but what are some of the other goals that you would like to achieve in the next year? I mean, look, that, that's the goal. That, that is the guiding light, you know, and, and everything is built around that. So I'm heading off to L.A. for an uh, OC throwdown competition in January, and that's uh, basically a who's who of CrossFit athletes. So that will be my opportunity to compete against many of the women who competed at the CrossFit Games as individual competitors. So I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. It's, it's quite a serious competition. Um, other than that, you know that everything is, is moving towards preparing for the CrossFit Open uh, and then regionals. Really, for me, regionals in May usually for us is, is, the, is the main game because if I, I don't qualify for the CrossFit Games from there, there is no games to be preparing for. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's it really. It's, um, it's as glorious or as boring as, as that. And, um, you know, it, it guides every decision I make every moment of the day and, um, and I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so Amanda, just the last question then, uh, you know, as you're, you know, you're a speaker, you just finished a speaking tour. What are some of the things yeah. that people should be um, expecting to hear um, yeah. when they come to you, listen to you? No, well, I mean, yeah, I've just finished a, what, 32 days speaking tour up the east coast of Australia and and it's all been about health and performance and recovery and and managing all of the aspects of that and, um, you know, that's what my book's going to be about. It's um, it's everything that that, um, was presented in these seminars and everything that people were so hungry to to learn about, you know, two and a half hours, three hour seminars and still not fitting um, the sort of material in that that I would have hoped. there's just so much to to focus on, and, and although it's they're simple principles, it's um you know once you get down to the nitty gritty, there's so much that you can do in any single area. So um, yeah, I look forward to seeing my book come out. Um, yeah. and the plan plan is to have it done by the end of the year. Can't and, wait to see know, it, Amanda. Can't wait to get a copy of it. That's going to be awesome. Thank you. Me, me either. <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for your time, your you know your inspiration, and uh, also your drive too. I think a lot of people can just even if they just did ten percent of your discipline, uh, they would be able to accomplish a lot of things. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I think uh, most people, you guys should uh, go check out Amanda Allen, CrossFit athlete. Just type that in Facebook. You'll find her, and there will be a massive following there. And uh, let's. Uh, you know, go in there and follow her and just uh, give her congratulations and also uh, good luck for next year. Um, while you're on Facebook, why don't you just go to The Wellness Guys and the The Wellness Couch as well on the Facebook page and love to just like this, like us there. But most importantly, just leave a comment below this particular episode and tell us what you think. And share this podcast with your friends, your families, and other strangers you think that need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and leave a comment on iTunes as well because that's what Demo loves. Until next week, begin creating wellness into our lives. Lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.